This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, Nadpoles. Caldwell here to talk to you about Hero Forge, the best place to get fully customizable tabletop miniatures with dozens of fantasy species and thousands of parts to choose from. I actually just built a version of my Underdark Gnome Illusion Wizard, Kraslo, for use in a home game my friend has been running, and it was incredibly fun getting to scroll through all the options and details to bring this mage-handed menace to life. Their easy-to-use design tools let you build your perfect miniature online using a fully 3D, in-depth character creator right in your browser. Oh, and before you ask, yes, Hero Forge has goggles, and yes, Kraslo is wearing them. So if you've been thinking about splurging on a miniature for your D&D campaign, wait no longer, because May 2nd to May 9th, Hero Forge is having a spring sale. You can get 10% off all physical miniatures and free shipping, including international shipping on all orders. The figures are tiny, but the savings are huge. To take advantage of this great offer, visit HeroForge.com to start designing your custom miniature today and check back often because new content is added every week. Ooh, good to know. Kraslo just got a hat of vermin in the campaign, and I really want to find an annoying top hat for him to wear to represent that. In the meantime, that's it for me. Thanks for listening, and happy forging. Welcome to the campaign after the campaign after the campaign. This is not another D&D podcast. Welcome back to Eldermorn, everybody. Eldermorn. Eldermorn. I'm your Dungeon Master, Brian Murphy, joined by Jake Hurwitz. Honky honk honk. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Emily Axford. Bonk, bonk, gonk, yaw. Nope. And of course, Caldwell Tanner. Zonk for Vonk, a.k.a. a caboose-dwelling dude who loves making juice for the Choo Choo Crew. Choo Choo Crew. Choo Choo Crew. Alive and well. From short rest to the main feed, finally. <laughs> yes. It, it will be legitimized. If you are not um, our uh, one of our Patreon subscribers, uh, you were not clued in. Uh, last short rest, the crew decided to name themselves the Choo Choo Crew. <laughs> I believe credit goes to Jake. I believe it no was way. Jake who whipped that one out. I can't. <laughs> I don't know if I want credit or if I deserve I don't think I. I don't know I if think I it's perfect. It. It's Listen, I mean, I all have it. a right. one-track mind, and on that track is Choo Choo Trains. <laughs> I don't like any of this. I don't like the way we intro the shows. I don't like the name. I just had to get Honky Honk Honk out, and now I'm done. I'll go back next week. I swear. I have to God. completely given up on rhymes, and I'm fully just gonna say something stupid. <laughs> oh, that's the new dynamic. I love it. Very good. I'm sure that will age well after 70 or 80 episodes. What are you gonna do about it, dude? You can't make us change our names. All you can do is kill us. <laughs> Don't give him any ideas. So I guess you can make us change our names. Yeah, Shit. I will. I also edit the show. I'll just I'll I'll bring in freaking old Bev rhymes if I need to. All right. <laughs> That's what the people want. That's what the people want. Okay, everybody, I'll tell you what the people want. They want a little recap. Mm, uh, yes, so sir. last time, uh, you guys buried Sadie Bellwater in a deluxe grave, uh, then <laughs> headed back into Thornkirk. There, you noticed a strange crowd in the town square, a bunch of knights wearing the Petty King's colors. You were flagged down by Marcy, who informed you that a royal edict 
was cast down from the petty king Brightleap, stripping the Baron of his lands, throwing him in jail, and naming Madame Whitlock the Baroness of Thornkirk. Marcy lost her job as captain of the town guard to Fergus Whitlock and wondered aloud why the crown would legitimize the rooks. She gave you a rundown of the jailhouse uh, should you decide to confront Fergus there and supplied you with a set of keys. Next, you visited Madam Whitlock at the Baron's Keep and walked in on her talking to a man named Petty Jack. Jack inferred that the Petty King was surrounding himself with Reaper worshippers recently, including a sorceress and former blades who had switched sides. As Petty Jack got up to leave, Fia spotted Batilda's blade at his side. Uh, before you could chase him, though, you had to prove to Madam Whitlock that you had banished the broken heart banshee that was killing the rooks. After doing so, uh, Madam Whitlock gave you Dr. Nebel's intended location, a mountain pass in the Scale Tip Valley of Innerborough. You said your goodbyes and headed to the town square to stalk Petty Jack and retrieve the sword. Fia created a duplicate. Zerk dosed him with X-Lax and Hank <laughs> sent Shadow Hank, a.k.a. Shank, into the woods Hank. where he was able to swap the... <laughs> where he was able to swap the swords successfully while Petty Jack was shitting. The next day, you went to Blackthorn Hall to talk to Sib and discovered them plotting their own rebellion against the Whitlocks with some Rook veterans. Sib suggested that your interests could align and that it might justify working together. And that's where we are now. All righty. So you are all at Blackthorn Hall. Loud talking all around you. Uh, this is a rowdy bunch, obviously. Cigar smoke fills the air. Sib <laughs> nice. stands over your table, or doesn't stand over your table. I forgot, is sitting AC Slater style. Correct. <laughs> I could never do that with my back. <laughs> uh, Sib is speaking to you guys kind of conspiratorially um, near this table of these other hardened outlaws, many of them with rook tattoos of their own. Um, Sib, I do have uh, one further question before we try to take down Fergus. It is just a curiosity that has been bubbling in my head. Why would the crown legitimize this move? Do you know, you seem quite high in the picking order of this organization. Do you know why? Thanks. I do present as very high status, but actually, <laughs> Madam Whitlock uh, kind of has shoved me out of the inner circle, and I very much am not in the know about a decent amount of stuff. However, mm -hmm. I do have an answer to your question. I don't know why the Petty King owes Madam Whitlock a favor, but I know how she got it. I know how she got the favor. You see, they pull out a stack of papers. Wow, all those papers in your pocket. <laughs> Fold it no, up like I, origami. Wow. <laughs> or was it you have a big pocket for a hoodie? Why did <laughs> I no, I have like a pack with me? Do you specify oh, okay. every time like all of the things in your pack Steve, do you, I'm sorry I'm do, you, do you think fun. you're the only one with a I'm pack Fia having fun <laughs> both of you put the knives down <laughs> I walk up, I pace around the table like an angry dog <laughs> then come sit back down <laughs> what were we saying I'm sorry I'm good at hiding my bags anyway it's an LL Bean wow Sib goes Whitlock usually keeps her office locked up. 
um, she's got an office uh, here at Blackthorn Hall. But with her move to the Baron's Keep, she got oh. sloppy, and I was able to slip in and grab a few things off her desk. And oh. I put them into Ew. my bag, which I have. I have a number of <laughs> items that I don't announce whenever I meet somebody. It's cool. I like all the keychains. They seem well, really jangly, I'm though. Really getting roasted for this. <laughs> Few takes another angry lap. <laughs> you guys are both gonna need to cool it. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's a he- there's a big roast culture here at the Blackthorn Hall. We have roasts. Checks out. We have roasts twice a week. To the point where nobody has any more jokes about anyone. I mostly hang out with books, so roasting is really new for me, and I'm trying to understand it better. <laughs> um, books don't roast you, except for Philip. <laughs> Philip uh, goes into roast mode. Oh, yeah, Fia, you're a cleric and a wizard? Uh, th- that's right, because yes. uh, you don't have uh, enough wisdom to see that you're a crappy wizard. <laughs> that crossed oh, the line. I don't that... understand, because actually I have both wisdom and intelligence. Is this a one of those roasts because it hurts? <laughs> <laughs> Philip uh, pivots. Uh, Henry, Henry's here. Why? No. Be careful. Okay. <laughs> I, hey. Zerk Mr. loves it. Mr. Zerk, Mr. Henry, I need you to gently start to roast me so I can get better at being roasted. If if that ro- if that's roasting, I have been cut to the core and I want nothing to do with it. <laughs> if that's um, roasting, you've been braised. <laughs> Sib continues. Yeah, so she got sloppy and I was able to grab a few things off their desk. Uh, she got a message about a month ago from a guy named Petty Jack. This guy uh, was the leader of a gang called the Bedfellows, which was an alliance of smaller gangs across Outerboro. May I just interrupt very quickly to say the gangs and organized crime have very good names here in Eldermoor. Thanks. Yeah, yeah no, top we, notch. We, we vote on them. We don't get to vote on the leader. That's mostly, you know, you make, you know, alliances with people and then kind of play against each other and kill people and stuff. But yes. we're very democratic when it comes to the names. Okay. Yeah. You take it where you can. Yeah. So anyway, listen, um, Petty Jack was a notorious enemy of the crown uh, and has been locked away for the past 10 years, but apparently was let out for the express purpose of getting these notes out to his criminal contacts. Sib opens up this folder, um, and you see on a piece of paper is a detailed sketch of Dr. Nebel. What? But he looks younger. You see his white hair on the side uh, is drawn uh, with salt and pepper. He looks a little younger. He's got the bald part at the top of his head instead uh, of being completely bald, has like a receding hairline. Hot Nebel, where'd you get this? <laughs> he d- he does yes, look really good. Nebel. That's a fierce widow's peak if ever I've seen one. <laughs> it's really making it work. I can see why he hung on to it so long without shaving his head. I wish I could have a widow's peak. Ooh, I would look so good. Actually, you know what? I have baby bangs. I, I reveal I do have a little speak underneath my baby You see, Sib looks extremely jealous and goes, seems like we all have our secrets. <laughs> Whether they be secret bags or secret widow's peaks. <laughs> uh, I shake their hands. Water under the bridge. <laughs> yeah, suddenly, suddenly you're great friends now. What just happened? Uh, next uh, to the sketch of Nebel, uh, you see information about his approximate height, weight, last known whereabouts. This essentially looks like a wanted poster, but instead of something that's kind of posted 
publicly, this looks like this was sent around privately. Um, and yes, you see that sort of like a um, bounty. Exactly. Um, and you see his name here is listed as Arthur Penley. Penley. And Sib continues and goes, Penley was hiding out here under the alias Dr. Nebel, and apparently they've been looking for him for quite some time, long enough that it warranted essentially resurrecting the bedfellows to find him in the underworld. So that's that's what happened. Dr. Nebel went to the Rooks for help. Madam Whitlock sold him out. And the crown or people close to it are behind the attack here in Thornkirk. Okay. So really the conspiracy that we are uncovering is not necessary. Madam Whitlock is sort of just, from the impression I get from this, she is... Uh, making the most of a situation, but maybe smaller beans in a big bean stew. She wants to run this town. You know what? Your metaphor is actually perfect. Yeah. Big bean <laughs> stew. <laughs> we need to find out who's cooking the stew. We got to find who the matzo ball is. We don't know who's cooking the stew, but we do know who some of the beans are right now. <laughs> Yes, this is a metaphor that Batilde uh, normalized to me. I just can't believe that Aloysius Nebel was a fake name. <laughs> it's, I, it sounds so real. I was so going real. to say the same thing. Extremely real and believable. Uh, may I peruse further this, uh, this vaunted poster for Mr. Penley? Uh, yeah. Uh, go ahead and give me, I guess, like an investigate check. Uh, what are you looking for in particular? I would like to see what, uh, you know, in in quotations, crimes, uh, mm. the character is wanted for. Sure. That's a nat 20, baby. Oh. Woo! Tell us who's cooking the stew. Holy shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> you, you'd, you don't know who's cooking the stew, but you do see whoever is looking for Dr. Nebel is definitely hunting blades. You see that the language of it is very much like, this is an enemy of the crown. They're conspiring against followers of the Reaper. Of the crown? The Petty King's crown? The Petty or King's a crown. larger crown? The mm. Petty King's crown. Tiny crown. And I'll say with a nat, nat 20, I'll count that a little towards like insight and stuff. This very much okay. seems like this was written by somebody who is like a priest or priestess of the Reaper, mm. just the wording of it, it's just so much more religious and angry mm. at this person for being part of the trickster um, than like a normal royal edict kind of would. Okay, Fia memorizes all of the information on this, then turns to her companions and says, may I please take out some small rage by shredding this paper in my hands? By all means. I, Zip, that, that cool with you? Yeah, it's actually my paper, Fia, but um, yes. <laughs> I said my companions, I think. <laughs> Am I your companion now? <laughs> Do you want to be? I gave your hand a shake and said water under the bridge. That is how you make a companion, no? The, uh, you see eyes welling up. <sniffs> yeah, no, cool, yeah. I guess we can be companions. Whatever, losers. This dude, who's this guy? Points at Henry. This dude doesn't even like to sit like A.C. Slater. I, what? I, I stand up to challenge Sib, but instantly <laughs> do pull that. something. Ah, you know what? You're not worth it, pal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Fia uh, fucking goes to town shredding the piece of paper like a little child with all of her anger at this anti-trickster language. Damn, those are some <laughs> tiny shreds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready for a ticker tape parade of vengeance. Uh, so you see Sib continue and goes, so look, I know a civil war within the Rooks isn't your fight, 
but we can still be of use to each other as like <laughs> companions or whatever, if you want to call it that. If you want to say friends, okay. <laughs> like, am I going to stop you? From what I learned to become a friend, a fairy must dance around you. You see a Sprite all oh, comes no. out. Okay, okay. Uh, all right. And begins going around. Uh, and you see uh, Sib instantly puts their hands up and goes, I'm not making any promises right now, okay? This is really quick. Oh, cool. Yeah, keep really cash. Quick keep for cash. Like any kind of eternal uh, friend pact or something, but let's just, oh. let's say buddies for now. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I misread the situation. Spritel takes a half lap for uh, buddies for now. Right, okay. <laughs> Spritel takes a half lap. Um, nice. You see, uh, Sib goes, um, I can pull enough people on my side that I should be able to drag Madam Whitlock out of the keep, but I can't do it with Fergus around. So if you can take him out, I'll do my damnedest to make sure Madam Whitlock isn't around to punish you for it. Because if you kill Fergus... And she finds out she will chase you to the ends of the earth. This Fergus, you travel with them. Uh, do the, does he have any kind of weaknesses or, uh, you know, perhaps a weakness could be uh, a soft spot like Henry's bad back. It could mm-hmm. also be a passion, <laughs> something someone can never say no to, like mm-hmm. me and a cigar. Yeah, he's dumb as hell. <laughs> All right. And okay. he's sadistic. Down. So if I had to guess where he was right now, I would say he's probably in the dungeons beating the shit out of the old Baron if he's not dead already. Damn, I really hate the, that that's happened to, to Sebastian. You know, he <laughs> he gave me a roof over my head and outlets for my hot plates for a oh, long time. Wow. <laughs> yeah, no, he's he's not going to last the day, I don't think. Okay. Can I let's... ask you, did you ever blow out the outlet putting in six hot plates at once? <laughs> There were many a time where I had to crawl under the keep and flip the fuse box. <laughs> there were many a time. Okay, so we know that there is this one cell that is not being used. We can uh, infiltrate the, j- the jail, right, by using this one cell. Cause some kind of commotion that perhaps would uh, cause uh, Fergus to enter the cell. If he is in a cell nearby... Mm-hmm. So you say we lock him in and do sort of a hell in a cell sort of thing with Fergus. <laughs> yeah. Now you're speaking my language, Caldwell. <laughs> <laughs> I winked to Sib. Caldwell gets, <laughs> Caldwell gets advantage on all rules for making a wrestling reference. Yeah. Sib goes, you talking Undertaker versus Mankind? <laughs> <laughs> my friend, indeed I am. <laughs> so I guess here's the question. If we can get to this jail cell and we can attract Fergus there, maybe we look like real stately nobles that just need a good beating uh and he runs over and then we trap him in the cell but how do we get to the cell we need to go through marcy's office uh you see sib pipes up and goes if you've got some kind of tricky way to get down to the dungeons and all you need to do is to get into the jailhouse it wouldn't be that hard for you to just knock out some town guards and steal their armor you'd be able to blend i've in also got easy. a spell I have also got a spell that puts people to sleep. That would do it too. That'd be great. That's always a nice way to not kill a guard, you know, to just give them a nice good sleep. Yeah. I, you know, we take our rage out on paper and we put the guards to sleep. That's (laughs) what we should do. (laughs) You know, it's often the paper that makes the people do the bad things. I wouldn't mind punching a scroll right now. (laughs) 
For someone as well-read as you, you really hate words. <laughs> Me? No, I love them. <laughs> because they're powerful, but like any other power, they can ma- be manipulated by the Romans. Ah. We have a passion ah. for words, Zerk. You see Bookfart <laughs> just slamming himself into the bits of note. And because we love words, we, you know, we really have to make sure that they're used correctly. You know what? Give me a piece of paper. I'm ripping one up too. <laughs> Zerk tries to rip up a piece of paper and cannot do it. <laughs> that's laminated. That's a, that's a menu. That's a menu, my man. It's cursed. It's no, got to be warded it's lam- somehow. Laminated. If you guys want mozzarella sticks. Wow, I didn't know that Blackthorn Hall had a deep fryer. But wow. Apparently Is it still do. happy hour? I do absolutely want mozzarella sticks. And if they have loaded skins, I know somebody else that could use some. So Henry, like... Eats an appetizer platter as his um, <laughs> as his cousin is maybe being tortured. <laughs> uh, sweet. So uh, you see, uh, Sib goes. I think we should move as quickly as possible because as soon as um, Madam Whitlock gets hunkered down, she'll have better defenses at the keep, and she'll have you know an iron grip over the townsfolk here. Right now, everybody's confused, and the time to make sure it doesn't slip fully into her grasp is now okay. okay i did i put an order in for a for uh for some onion That's rings fine. so let's, once I that comes out then... a little short rest so i can get my one of my spell slots Perf- back and i actually wouldn't mind looking at volk to see if there are any uh creatures that uh, lurk underground that we might run into in that case, I might get a main in the in, in, in addition to the axe. Yeah, yeah. Do they have like a pastrami on rye or something? I hear the my uh, the Baron screams in Here, the distance. You two look at the menu. I will look at Wolf. Sib Sib goes. I think uh, their grill is busted, so I think it's gonna take like an hour for a burger. If you want to get a main, but Henry, guys... get back there. You got a hot plate and you know how to use it. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll cook my own burger. See, this is good dining. You cook your own food. You show up with a bunch of books to a bar and you cook your own food everyone's looking at us <laughs> actually Sid, that's a good question is there any sort of like yummy food that fergus likes that we could try to draw him over to the cell with he is not a cartoon <laughs> I thought that was he's not like he's not wily coyote does he love hot dogs is the I question. Have, yeah, like a big pile of hamburgers. <laughs> but what if I silent image a big pile of hamburgers and sort of like a 1920s girl in a strapless dress saying, I, come mm-hmm. here, big oh, boy. Yeah, like a pinup or something. I have never seen him <laughs> stick his nose up, sniff visible... <laughs> Sniff visible stink lines and then hover towards food with his eyes closed. I've have you ever seen, seen his tongue roll out of his mouth when he saw a hoagie or something like never that? Never once. Okay. Sip, when Fergus, this is very important, Sip, when Fergus puts on a bib to eat a big meal, what image is on the bib? Um, is it a lobster? Is it a burger? We need to know. It's, it's just a regular ass bib. <sighs> Confirmed he does wear a bib. Okay. That's all we needed. <laughs> I would think a sadist would like to be covered in sauce, but this is my predilection. Hmm. <laughs> um, you see, Sib goes, all right, well, good luck. See you on the other side of all this. U.S. Vell. All right, <laughs> companions or whatever. <laughs> Friends. You're the one who keeps saying the word. <laughs> right? Who's, what is this guy? Oh, heck. Knock it off. Before I knock you upside down. Ah, ah. Oh. You're locked. 
It's Henry, locked. Henry, sit back down. Come on. I can't. On. Don't move me. Do not move me. <laughs> Sib goes and joins the um, uh, table of the uh, other rooks. Cool. All right. Since we are waiting for appetizers and whatnot, um, <laughs> I would like to um, I would like to try out a little school child rhyme that Batilda used to say to me before we went to hunt. Okay. Um, I've never done it before, but now that I have Batilda's blade in my scabbard, I feel emboldened to try. Lay it on us. Again, I don't know if it will work. I've never tried it, but I say the sands of time fall quick and steady. But may you be quicker, more eager, and ready. And then um, I cast, I use three first level spell slots, because we're doing, yeah, since we're hanging out, uh, to cast Gift of Alacrity on all three of us, Whoa. which we all get to add a D8 to our initiative rolls for the next eight hours. Whoa. Holy that's, shit. That's insane. Oh my God. That's really good. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to take a lap now. <laughs> technically, they each, technically, it's like three minutes, you know, or it's a minute per spell casting i technically wouldn't cast them all at the same time i just thought it was cute if we just all very cute extremely cute super cute here's a question while we're preparing um fia do you think there's any spells or um abilities you're going to be using in the battle that might require you to focus yes i do have a little spell i've been thinking that right before we go into fight fergus i will do it's a little spell that we all get just a little kiss from the trickster. I call it the trickster's kiss. Some call it bless. <laughs> <laughs> I like yours. <laughs> oh, I know what I'll be calling it. I think I could maybe help you out to hold on to that kiss. If you um, are able to do that, then we will all be able to be a bit bolstered a bit longer. Zerk takes uh, the salt shaker from the table and mixes it with <laughs> some... Fia, Fia shies away like a slug. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. Watch out, Watch out miss. miss. Watch out, miss. My monster, you don't take it from me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, I was going to use it. I, I'm going to make some smelling salts. And if you oh. get hit, these will activate uh, and you'll be able to maintain your focus. Fia holds out like the little space uh, in between her thumb and her forefinger where you would put something to snuff. <laughs> no, you, okay. you don't snuff it now. It's just you're going to, it'll, all right, hold on. Just close your eyes. <laughs> uh, I create like a little um, poultice or like basically a little like sack full of this like enchanted salt. Uh, and I like hang it around Fia's neck. So basically like if she gets struck with a massive blow that would break her concentration, <laughs> Now this smelling salt will trigger and allow her to keep focus. It is an artifice. Can I hang it, the little satchel, next to the ruby on the necklace? Yeah, that's great. You are all decked out looking extremely witchy, Fia. Very witchy. But you're sure this won't steal my moisture, right? (laughs) It might a little bit. But uh, you know what? We can can work on that. Uh, I I can put together some lotions for you later. (laughs) (laughs) Bookfire uh, leans into you, uh, Fia, and goes... Miss, I think the myth that salt um, melts witches is false. I think. I think. But just in case. But I have read too many books in which a witch is melted by salt, okay? (laughs) Look, I'm freaking out too, miss. You know I hate salt, okay? I want to see the ocean, but I fear the salt that lurks within it, okay? This is something you know about me. I I don't want to mince words, but you did just eat a bunch of french fries, and you know those are covered in salt. Fia looks at her hands in absolute fear. You're okay. You are okay. Keep it together, miss. Get it off me. Keep it together, miss. Get it off me. I give him my hands. Oh, and Henry, here's that bone claw potion for you. Uh, I put it in a syringe, so you should be able to just inject it real easy when you're ready for it. 
Okay, great. Yeah, it. So it it comes into my body through a shot, and then the bone claws grow out of my hands. It feels like piercing both directions, but <laughs> but yeah, you, in, you are out. you are a doctor, and I trust you. So technically thank you. not technically not a doctor. Thanks, Much doc. of being a hunter is giving your body over to your craft. <laughs> There's not a lot of my body left left to give. <laughs> but I do think if you wanted to shape the bones differently as they're coming out, you could. If you wanted to just make like big bone knuckles or just like fortify the bones i think you could do that okay, but you are so... going to need to inject this directly in your buttocks that is not debatable <laughs> all right i hope i'll be able to get the angle i might uh i might need a doctor's touch so i guess either <laughs> one of you docs oh Botvar, you're a doctor <laughs> I, as well I, I can i i think i can handle it i'm an assistant of uh an assistant of all trades really oh yeah Yes. Damn. Give, give Bookvar the syringe. He clasps his covers over the syringe, and then he just ram it into you. <laughs> okay. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Wait till uh, about an hour before. Uh, you want you want it to be primed about an hour before. And let's right. do a delicate, just a gentle touch, Bookvar. Yes, no I'll, need to ram I'll anything. I'll fly in as fast as possible, nope. so it'll be a quick stab. Why don't, oh, mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be quick. And don't, well, let's not classify it as a stab, right? Right. <laughs> it actually okay. works better if you do it like right on the tailbone, not either of the butt cheeks. Oh, the God. tailbone. Oh. Can you give it to Shank? Can you give it to Shank, it to yes. Shank and it'll have the effect? Yeah. Don't, don't worry, because uh, actually Bookfar has done a spinal tap before. <laughs> it's basically an epidural. You'll be fine. I've delivered a werewolf baby before, so. <laughs> it was beautiful. Beautiful. Seeing the seeing that <laughs> messy young pup in <laughs> clutched in, between Bookfar's covers. <laughs> you are the dirtiest book I've ever known. <laughs> All right. Well, I got some pigs in a blanket to go. So, what do you? Should we head out of here? Yes, I'm ready. Now's the time. Sweets. All um, right. you all get up and uh, go to head out of Blackthorn Hall. You see Sib gives you a little salute. You also um, recognize um, a couple of the rooks uh, you see sitting there. You see one of them was the one who got really mad at Fia for um, uh, for reading <laughs> books at the bar and gives you like a conciliatory nod. I'm still <laughs> mad at them. <laughs> I give them an arched eyebrow saying like, you're still in trouble with me. <laughs> uh, you see, he looks down sheepishly. Um, and you guys exit this bar. Is there anything you want to do before you try to go to this jailhouse? Uh, what, how are you How are you approaching? What do you want to do to prep? Uh, maybe before we go to this jailhouse, uh, mm, perhaps we can ask Marcy if she has a way for us to get past the guards. Yeah, she wants her job back. Yeah, do you think Marcy would still have enough sway with the guards uh, at the, the jailhouse? I think so. I mean... If she was losing her job so quickly, I would think that allegiances don't change that quickly. Maybe she could say that she needs to get, uh, she left her car keys there or something like that. She yeah, needs to pick them up. her six hot pots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, worth, that's worth going back for. We can also ask her because she might have a better idea of if she, if she thinks that she can be of help. She should be super hungover today, right? I know. She's going to be hungover. Okay. Um, I lead the way. I go. <laughs> Just to warn you all, her place is like really nice. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, it's really nice. I only saw the door, but it's like a really nice door. Is that hers with a balcony? <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's a balcony. Wow. I think she's leaving well. <laughs> you, um, 
<laughs> you head towards Marcy's, um, and as you're passing through the town square, um, you see in the window that she is in the copper dagger drinking. <laughs> <laughs> the bender has not ended. Can I knock on the window uh-huh. to say hello to her? Sure, you knock on the window, you hear a muffled, Marcy. Hey, what's up, Fia? Hi, Marcy. Uh, is this a good time to talk? Uh, <laughs> see, she's sitting at a table all by herself, and she just <laughs> shrugs and goes, yeah. We have potato skins. No, 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 we do not. We have... Those are spoken for. Yeah, Shank goes easy on giving up the potato skins. She doesn't want the shadows, Shank. We've got we've got pigs in the blanket, okay? That's what we've got to Yes, I misspoke. So you gotta save some for later. Those things heat up great. Okay, you know what? Why don't she, there's food at the at the at the copper dagger too? So let's just Yes, but I don't think we're going inside. We're talking to her through the window. Marcy. Yeah, yeah, just muffled through the window. Do you- do you want to come in? Do you want me to come out? No, this is fine. Okay. I'm fine here. Right. Can you open the window a crack? No, it's not that kind of window. Zerk goes inside and talks to them from the window as well. Oh, hey, Zerk. What's, what are your friends with? Hey, I don't know what Fee is doing, but okay. just go with it. Great. I stand limp-armed in the window. Uh, Marcy, you are going to go to your old place of employment. Uh, Uh, You see, she goes, wait, wait, stop shouting. (laughs) Plans through the window. I I write what (laughs) in the heat of my breath that's already fogged up the window because I stood so close to it. Walks out of the bar um, (laughs) and goes, okay, if we're going to talk about you all going to the jailhouse with a set of my keys that I gave you yesterday. Maybe we should talk about that quietly, not through a window. Right. Fair enough. So what's what's going on? So our plan is we're going to use the secret passage in your office in the jailhouse to get into the dungeon. But to get into the jailhouse, we thought it might be best if you could help us sneak in there. You could say that you're arresting us or that you know, we're, we're all your friends and we're going to go, um, you know, we're helping you pack up. We're helping you pack up. We're the movers. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see, um, she thinks about it. She goes, yeah, I couldn't really arrest you because I'm not at that job anymore. But if, if we say I'm like grabbing a few things, I could maybe convince some of the more loyal guards to stand down. But, oh, man, if I get caught helping you guys, they're going to I'm so absolutely fucked more fucked than i am right now well i think that's your decision to make Mm. oh fuck i've got to ask you because i mean do you want to do something proactive or do you want to just drink your afternoon away the latter mostly (laughs) Mm. she looks really comfortable Nah, i mean look i'll i'll do my best to to help you guys go ahead and give me a persuasion check and that'll kind of determine um how much she's willing to help you all we right. all do it let someone else do this oh wait I actually have a plus two because of my background okay then you that's an eight an eight okay mm-hmm. so she goes listen i i don't think i should be going in there i'm pretty high profile right now i'm probably the first person that fergus would have kicked out but i do know of a couple garrisons around town with some pretty big shitheads that um, I'm pretty sure were already in the pockets of the rooks. 
I could help you knock those fuckers out, and you could get into the jailhouse unnoticed uh, wearing their armor. All right. Okay. Um, as we're on our way, can I uh, can I cast guidance on Marcy? Ooh, nice. Just in case she yeah. needs to use any kind of like uh, diplomacy. Yeah. So you guys, you guys follow Marcy at a distance, um, and you see that she wanders over to a scout tower. It's in a less populated area that overlooks the town walls, uh, so scouts here could presumably see a threat from far away. Doesn't seem to be heavily manned. You see one guard is outside of it. Marcy approaches and starts gesturing uh, to him like she needs to get inside. And after about a minute, you see the guard relents uh, and goes and opens the door, uh, and she follows him in. Okay, we wait the perfect amount of time right when the door is about to close, mm-hmm. but they don't see us, and then we scoot in. I, I, you know what? I, I keep the door open by shoving Bookfar in. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> um, go ahead and give me a stealth check. Oh. <laughs> this is all of us, right? Uh, yes. That's an eight for me. An eight. 14 for me. Okay. Uh, that's a 13 for me. As you guys go to like uh, slip into the door, uh, one of the vials at uh, Zerk's side on his pack breaks against oh. the stones. Um, you see the one guard looks up and goes, "What the fuck?" Uh, and goes to like pull out a pike. You see huh. um, Marcy. For sale. You see Marcy pulls out a scimitar. Uh, everybody, go ahead and roll initiative. Okay. Fuck. Add a d8. Ooh, dirty twenty. Twenty six. I got a dirty 20 as well. I only rolled a one on my uh, DA, but dirty 20. You guys did not get a surprise round, um, but you do act first. Um, You hear a couple of guards higher up in the tower react and sounds like uh, they're about to start running down. You see this one down here on the bottom floor uh, has gone to grab his sword. Uh, Zerk, you are first. I gesture to the broken vial and say, oh, sorry, let me clean that up. I grab it and I throw the shards directly into the guard's (laughs) eyes. Uh, And I do light the shards on fire with firebolts. Great. Um, 13, does that hit? Uh, 13 does not hit. Oh, um, you okay. see uh, the shards go. Uh, they hit Marcy in the back instead. <laughs> ah, oh, ah, sorry. Uh, you know I got a bad back, kid. Hey, same. It's basically acupuncture. Uh, that is Henry's turn. Can we see the top of the stairs? Can I summon a shank to guard the top of the stairs? Yeah. Uh, mm. You see your shadow whoosh, turns into Make shank. Make yourself useful for once. Come on. All right. <laughs> oh, you're making me take the stairs while you stay down here? Fucking typical. <laughs> Don't worry. We can trade places if we need to. Uh, um, takes a sip of his flask, salutes you, and starts walking up the stairs. Hey, all right. Share that thing. Um, and then I'm going to... I'll attack the uh, with my halberd, the Great. guard that we have nearby. Sweet. That's only a 10 to hit. Uh, does not hit. <laughs> this, one, this one guard heroically fights off like four of you. <laughs> ah, stand back. <laughs> Jesus. Not a promising start. Fia, that's your turn. Okay. Um, can I do a quick perception up the stairs to see how many people are up yeah, there? Yeah, go ahead and do a perception check. 18. Uh, sounds like there's two. Okay. Hmm. I'm not going to waste a spell on two guards. I'm going to try to hit this guard that everyone misses. Someone's got to be able to do it. I crit again! Yes! You crit? Yes! Holy I shit. Crit. Wow, 
This is so funny because before this session, I was telling everyone the dice I was vetting. I got three nat ones in a row, and I'm actually not using that dice. So. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You made the right <clears throat> choice. I hit him for 18 plus 3, 21. Jesus. Do you want to do lethal or non-lethal Ooh. damage? Non-lethal, of course. Non-lethal. Mm. Okay, sweet. Um, <laughs> you push past Zerk and Henry. Um, you uh, <laughs> swing. This this guard has like a shield up uh, and a long sword. Oh, can I kick the shield out of the way? Yeah, you <laughs> kick I... the shield out of the way. You swing down with your great sword um, and you are able to beat this dude down um, into submission. Uh, he is knocked out uh, and falls down. Careful, like he's a... impenetrable. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Just tore him like up that. like a piece of paper. <laughs> as I slice, as I uh, slice him unconscious, I whisper, "Sleep well, my beauty." <laughs> what did she say? <laughs> I just feel bad. Okay, he's just is the wrong place, the wrong time. <laughs> I want to wish him a good sleep. Okay, <laughs> on initiative sixteen, uh, you see those two guards begin to make their way down the stairs. Shank is up there. Uh, they are going to pull out bows and shoot at Shank. What? Oh. <laughs> uh, that is a 15 to hit Shank. Uh, he's a shadow. It'll be fine. Uh, they, that does not hit Shank. That does not hit Shank. Sh- does Shank Ooh. have your AC? Yes. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, Shank, dodge, Matrix dodges out of the way, uh, gets below the arrows. Uh, these guys are scouts. They actually get two attacks. Uh, so oh, no. Takes Ooh. a second attack against Shank, misses again. Shank is just like jumping, <laughs> using shadow powers to get out of the way. Looks way cooler <laughs> than Henry right now. He's way more dexterous than me. Holy no shit. back pain. Next one gets uh, three. God, I rolled terrible. Um, two scouts completely miss Shank. Next up is Marcy. Marcy's gonna go up uh, and take two cracks at uh, these dudes. Uh, she has guidance if she needs it. Oh, sweet. She hits on the first attack, is gonna miss no matter what on the second attack, because that's an at one. Uh, she does seven damage to one of the scouts. Uh, already looks super injured. That is back around to Zerk. Did Fia fully take out this one guard down here? Oh yeah. Okay, great. He is sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> like the beautiful prince he is. I feel very bad about it. <laughs> His face is a mask of pain. <laughs> <laughs> um, probably a bad dream. Nothing to do with what I do to yeah, him. He's like a dog having a bad dream, just wiggling on the ground, <laughs> running. Um, ground. Okay. Oh, before I take my turn, I'm going to roll for my experimental elixir for today. Mm. Ooh, that is a, an extra D4 to attack and saving throws for a minute. Uh, so I've nice. got that ready um, I'm not going to use that yet, though. I think I'll probably just load um, a dull bolt into my crossbow Great. and try and uh, hit one of these guys on the stairs. Sweet. There we go. Uh, that's a 23 to hit. Uh, super hits. Hell yeah. 11 damage. Uh, you take out the scout, uh, knock him out. Uh, you see he collapses on the stairs. Um, you see he collapses on the stairs and comically falls down so hard. <laughs> oh, oh! Just bangs into the wall, <laughs> slips, falls forward, just like cracks his head on the stairs so hard, oh, yeah. uh, wraps his body around. You hear his back hit the stairs with a sickening crunch as he thuds. Uh. 
down each and every stair and just lands in a crumpled pile at the bottom. May your dreams carry you to morning. He's he is dead. He is very dead. <laughs> I am actually pretty concerned. He's not moving. <laughs> Except death twitches. Uh, you see, after a moment, he begins to do the dog running uh, in his sleep motion on the ground. Why do they oh, dream like werewolves? <laughs> um, that is Henry's turn. You got one uh, scout left. Sweet. Um, I'm going to start spinning my halberd into like a blur, um, but this attack is going to originate from Shank's position because he's Great. closer to the, the scout, right? Yes. Yeah. All right. Make me do Henry. all the work. I love to <laughs> yeah, see this baby. relationship with yourself, really. Very healing. <laughs> yes. Uh, that is a dirty 20. Uh, hits. Yes, baby. That's 15 damage. Ooh. Nice. On death's door, still alive, one HP. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna unleash incarnation, uh, so Shank gets to make another attack. Ooh, sweet. Woo! That is a 16. Uh, hits. And that is a 10, that's 10 damage. Oh my God, so, so finished. Yeah. Uh, you see, yeah. you, you once again go to knock <laughs> this dude out, and he goes- Non-lethal, Shank. Back. Non-lethal, Shank. Back, evil shadow, back, back. <laughs> oh. uh, and you see he walks too far backwards um, and falls off <laughs> oh. the spiral stairs. Like, like, do something, Shank, grab him. <laughs> they need to get like a rug runner <laughs> for these stairs. They're very dangerous. For a railing, at Fly, least. come on. <laughs> flies over the railing, <laughs> falls 30 feet, crashes with all of his heavy armor uh, on the ground. Uh, oh, what a sleepy crew. And then after a beat, <laughs> begins running uh, knocked out. Thank God. We are not going to get this lucky again. The weird thing is they run with all fours, right? Anyone else is seeing this? I'm seeing this. Good, good boys. Oh, no. We put them to sleep. Now we are going to take their clothing. <laughs> Yeah, that one, that armor is all dented. That was a hefty fall. Mm. See, see Marcy, Marcy runs down the stairs, huffing and puffing. He goes, ah, okay. Yeah, uh, so if you want to grab uh, their stuff, uh, we can tie them up, and uh, I can just hang out here for the day, and you guys can do whatever, whatever it is you need to do. I'll make sure they don't uh, follow up with you. Uh, Marcy, before we go, uh, you said that you wish to spend the afternoon having a drink. We have interrupted this for you. Uh, Mr. Zerk, you have so many magic bottles. Do you think that mm. you could accommodate a drink for the fine detective? Oh, sure. Yeah, if you give me a second, I can whip something together. For your time, my lady. <laughs> can I do a medicine check to see yeah. if I can make some alcohol? Sweet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we would help, but I don't think me and Shank have anything left. Is that right, Shank? <laughs> I shake uh, my head subtly. Yeah, nah. Oh, between the six <laughs> hot plates and how dodgy you are about sharing, I am thinking you have some sort of possessive tendency. We don't have Henry. any potato skins. <laughs> There's nothing left. <laughs> they don't even heat up good. <laughs> <laughs> they really only have one life. <laughs> winks, winks at, winks at Henry. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> That's a 23 medicine check. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll say. Uh, with your like magical uh, alchemy skills, you're able to you know create some ale or some liquor, and you see um, Marcy takes it and she goes, "Eh, can't be any worse than the shit they've got at the Copper Dagger." Thanks, appreciate mm -hmm. it. Uh, sure, takes us. Uh, you you may grow gills, but other than that, it's gonna be very tasty. <laughs> Don't worry, it ain't so bad. <laughs> she laughs and she goes, "You guys go on. These guys uh, were mostly in the pockets." of the rooks. They don't really have any allegiances either way. I'm confident I can intimidate them into uh, not following up with you guys. 
So right. um, take what you need uh, and get on your way. Okay. Thank you, Marasi. Uh, I will look for which one has the biggest armor, for yeah. I am the biggest of the party. <laughs> which one? Which one's got the most medium uh, breastplate? I'm the most average size. Well, that I, would actually be the one for me because I'm kind of the the medium height of all of oh, us. Oh, I guess that's true. I guess I'm medium height in general, but of the group, I am the <laughs> tiny one. Aren't I? <laughs> I never thought about it like that. <laughs> you see that two two of them that were like higher up in the tower that were shooting bows uh, have like leather armor. They were like scouts. Um, and the one down here has like chain mail was um, mm. more of like a guard. You know, you that that thing is going to wreak havoc on my lumbar. You can you can wear the chain mail. I need something a little bit okay. lighter. <laughs> I, I will done it. Um, I take the chain. I I cover my eyes for the modesty of this person uh, while I take their clothing off. Then I go up the stairs and around the corner to change to hide my modesty. And then I come down still with my eyes closed, putting my clothing onto oh, this person. Yeah, watch the steps. Watch the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> it is a death trap, this place. <laughs> um, sweet. You guys take a little time. Take the armor off these guards. Hey everybody, it's Emily here to talk to you about Mint Mobile. It's spring cleaning. We're getting rid of the things that don't serve us anymore, and you know what doesn't serve anyone? Expensive phone bills. If you'd like to declutter your finances, it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can use your own phone and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. That's mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash P-A-W-P-A-W. $45 upfront payment minimum required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Goodbye, sweeties. Hey there, Nadpoles. This episode is brought to you by Aura Frames. Are you looking for the perfect gift to celebrate the moms in your life? Well, look no further. Aura Frames are the beautiful Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames that allow you to share and display unlimited photos. It's super easy to upload and share photos via the Aura app. And if you're giving an Aura as a gift, you can even personalize the frame with preloaded photos and memories. My mom, my mother-in-law, and my grandmother-in-law all have auras from me and they love them. So from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, and even the friends in your life, every mom loves an aura frame named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. Trademark, brother. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. They're easy to set up, they are the perfect gift, and they've got unlimited storage, unlimited photos and videos. You can invite as many people as you want to a frame. There are absolutely no hidden fees or subscriptions. How beautiful is that? And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That is Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use the code PAWPAW at checkout to save terms and conditions apply. Thank you, everybody.
Henry and Zerk are in this uh, leather armor looking kind of like archers. Uh, they come with like little cloaks with roses on them. Uh, so you guys can throw the hoods over your cloak. Fia, you have the same thing. There's like a little uh, chainmail hood. A uh, chain hood? A chain hood. Whoa. Wow. A chud. Uh, and you guys you should, should. Uh, go on your way looking very much like town guards. Okay. While we walk, I hand the... Um, experimental elixir, which I put into another syringe to Bookvar. Uh, and I say, when the moment's right, just go in on both cheeks now. All right. <laughs> I'm ready to stab Mr. Henry. <laughs> Sorry, I just heard something. Can you just, uh, a light prick. That's It does not need to be a stabbing. It would be better if he doesn't know you're coming. <laughs> I'm, I'm being very sneaky, Mr. The muscles Sir. shouldn't be tensed, otherwise you won't get good access, yes. so you have to surprise. Okay, you need a yes. slack Please do ass. It. Please do it when I don't know, but you guys keep on talking about it very loud, so I'm kind of walking with a clench. Yeah, just as you're clenching, uh, it's just so nerve-wracking because you're trying to make these plans, but there's just a book, there's just a book flying behind you going, dun, dun. Dun, 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 Please dun, do not dun, hum. Dun. I okay. beg of you. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Just trying to be ready. Trying to be ready. So you guys, in your town guard regalia, um, head to the jailhouse. Uh, you see there's a single watchtower poking over a stone wall next to a stone barracks. Um, the front gates are open, um, and you see a few guards mill about or practice in the yard. Luckily, it does not look like there's a ton of people around um, because, as you can assume, there's been this crazy shakeup. Like, probably some people quit or left town. The people who are loyal to Madam Whitlock are probably there or securing the transition of power. So there's not that many people. Okay. Based on, I'll say that Marcy kind of gave you guys a little bit of lay of the land um, when mm. she told you where her office mm -hmm. was and stuff. So you see next to the barracks is the jailhouse. And uh, are you guys just going to approach? It does not seem like it would be weird for you guys um, while dressed up to be able to. Yeah, let's we, walk let's in. not break stride. And uh, yes, I'll, I am, I'll do a lazy salute on my way in too. Sweet. Mm -hmm. I am going to very quickly before we get in, I'm going to do something that will last an hour. I'm not going to bless us until right before we fight Fergus, but... I am going to cast a second level false life on myself to give myself uh, temporary hit points nice. for an hour. Sweet. So you guys approach the jailhouse. Uh, you open a wooden door with an iron ring um, that opens into a foyer leading off into a couple rooms, presumably offices. Ahead of you, directly ahead of you with iron bars, presumably leads into an area with cells. Um, and you see uh, there is a guard at a desk here. As you guys walk in, go ahead and give me a deception check. Um, oh I'll boy. say just one person does it. Okay, someone else do it. I'll <laughs> say one person does it, whoever's kind of leading the way as you guys walk in, um, and you can do it with advantage because of the guards' costumes. This hmm. check is less about um, you guys getting caught as like Henry, Zerk, and Fia breaking in, and more like does the guard at the desk think it's weird that you're walking back towards the office? Do you look inconspicuous mm. enough? Got it. Fia puts on her most furrowed brow. Sweet. Henry's brow <laughs> is always furrowed. Yeah. <laughs> Henry, you kind of look the part the most. I think maybe you should take the lead here. Okay. I'll. Uh, Can I uh, touch Henry and give him guidance for this Sweet. check? Yeah. Nice. Uh, you put your hand on Henry's back. Uh, light glow of magic. Wow, I rolled pretty bad, but with the guidance, is, has 17 going to do it? 
A 17, a 17 is going to do it. Nice. Okay. You all hang a left as you enter, uh, not going into like the jail area on the first floor here, and instead um, going towards the offices. Um, you hear more noise of guards in like the jail area, but this area is pretty quiet. Um, you follow Marcy's instructions. Presumably she had told you like exactly where her office was. Uh, you find her office, you enter it. And you are instantly hit by a strong smell of meat and ale. You see that in the short amount of time that Fergus <laughs> has had this office, he's already kind of made a mess of it. You see there are scraps <laughs> from like his lunch or his breakfast across the desk, as well as a few empty pints. You see papers strewn about randomly. Uh, which is in contrast to the rest of the room where you see bookshelves full of various case files and ledgers. A few hanging lanterns cast a warm light in here and there's a small circular red rug in the middle of the room. Mm. Clearly the door will be under the rug. Can I very quickly look for a crust of bread that he has beaten so that in the future I as a witch will have his saliva? Mm. You might be able to find one on that big tray of empty hamburgers over there. <laughs> um, there's definitely um, bones from like, it looks like he had like a, a like a hunk of meat or something. There's definitely leftover bones here. So you can definitely, you can definitely okay. pocket a bone. I just pocketed. As a witch, you try to, you know, gather biological detritus. Before we go down, can I do a quick inspection to see if I see any more information about Nebel or uh, the scale tippers or anything like that that's been forwarded to uh, Fergus here? Yes. Hmm. Um, go ahead, and I will say, instead of an investigate, because you know any information Marcy would have would probably just be about Nebel's false identity, I'll mm -hmm. say give me a pure luck check to see if that's what like Fergus was looking at on his table or not. Shout out to the three Cree. <laughs> Shout out to the three Cree. Um, yeah, you just see on this table um, is a bunch of um, really poorly drawn um, pornography. He is <laughs> oh, I pocket Whoa. something. Okay. I mean, I guess I respect him for making it himself. Yes. Mm. An artist, really. <laughs> we are going to kill this artist? Oh, a fairy contract. What do you make me do? You do have to respect the, you got to respect the craft. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> okay. So then I guess uh, I uh, take the rug aside. Sweet. You pull the rug. You see that the floor appears to be exactly the same here. Had you not talked to Marcy, you definitely wouldn't notice this. Um, mm -hmm. Except you do see on close inspection, you see a slight difference in the wood floor tiles here. Uh, they look like slightly raised enough so that you're able to get your fingernails under it or like a wedge um, and pull it up a little bit and you lift it up to reveal a trap door that unveils a ladder heading down into a dark room. It's just pure darkness down there. All right. Okay, then I guess let's go down the ladder and I can try to use my mage hand to sort of um, put the rug somewhat back over this door. Sweet. Once we um, close it. You begin to go down this ladder, use mage hand to close the door behind you. Um, it's very dark. You feel your way down this ladder. Everyone be careful. We saw what happened on stairs. I can only imagine <laughs> the ire of a ladder. This is like stairs, okay. but worse. Nobody fall asleep right now. Uh, finally, you 
feel yourself enter like the open air of the room, not open air as an outside, but like you go from this kind of claustrophobic tunnel to being in like, you can feel like you're in the cell, reach the floor. You are in a room that is pitch black, uh, presumably the cell, but you hear talking outside of the room and the sounds of movement. You hear the sounds of like chains moving as well as like the shuffling of plate mail and several guards or knights. Um, guys, go ahead and give me perception checks. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Ooh. Ooh. Um, that's going to be a 22. Nice. Damn, I thought I was fucking cool with a 21. <laughs> I got a 19 on the fucking die. This die has rolled two nat 20s and a 19. Okay, that's Respect. very good. Gentleman's nine for me. So <laughs> first off, you can't make heads or tails of like which direction you're facing. It's incredibly dark in here. Fia with dark vision, you're able to see like where the door is and kind of concentrate your attention there. Um, thick wood door, the rest of the room is stone. I am a, a hunter in dark woods. This is comfortable for mm. me. And you hear a voice go, come on now, get the chains on him. We got a long trip ahead of us. Um, mm, and this you- This is Betty Jack, isn't it? And you hear Sebastian go, where are you taking me? I haven't had shrimp in a day, you monsters! <laughs> oh my god, they're not feeding him shrimp. <laughs> Hold me back. Hold me back. Do we hear or smell Fergus down here? Um, you mm. do not hear Fergus, but you do hear um Petty Jack and a couple of his dudes. It does not sound like, I will say with that good of a perception check, doesn't sound like he's got like 12 or 13 people down here. It sounds like there's like, you know, maybe half a dozen people down here. Um, and it sounds like they're dragging the Baron out of these, out of the dungeons here. Mm. Well, should we go after the Baron? You hear echoing down the hall. No, it's been six hours since I've done dressage. Okay, oh. look, they're mistreating my He's my, barely hanging my wife's third cousin, and I just can't stand by anymore and let it happen. You have a wife? Sorry, my ex-wife. You wife. My ex-wife's third cousin. <laughs> it's just every day. It's a new every revelation time. with you. <laughs> Trust me, I would love to talk all night about it. Uh, I'm the an open book. The slow leak of your biography is scintillating. Mm, devastating, You know, if we can like... get out of this mess, as soon as we're on that riverboat, we're just having a big share circle, okay? I'm ready to, I'm ready to wax. I am ready to wax. We will take turns in the share chair. <laughs> okay. Right. We are going to save your cousin. Okay. I'm going to summon Shank also. Um, I will go ahead and cast Bless on us. Sweet. Cast Bless. Um, are you guys keeping your... Uh, I'll say that you guys kind of hung out and listened for a little bit. Do you want to revert to your normal armor and stuff or do you want to be wearing this like leather stuff like the uh, stuff that the scouts are wearing? I don't... It's no different for me mechanically. Okay. Yeah, I think it's the same for me. Okay. Sweet. I, I have chain mail, so I think I'm gonna I'm gonna wear that. Mm, okay. Henry. Uh, Henry goes back to wearing his normal armor. So should we try and pretend like we're? Oh, I don't know if that'll work. Um, Why don't we just try to sneak out and see if we can get a surprise round? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Let's do yeah. it. You guys go up to this door, um, pull out- I can out, mage hand the key mm. on the outside. Uh, use Marcy's keys to open it. Um, everybody give me stealth checks as you sneak out into the hall. Oh, Come on. please. Fuck me. That's in that one. Oh. Well, everyone add a D4, okay. but what did you get, Zerk? Because I'm deciding whether or not to chronal shift for Henry. Okay, I got a three as well. Oh, so we're just <laughs> you, you guys we're are just caught. not gonna get yeah. <laughs> 
six. I also rolled. I, I rolled a one with uh with the whatever blessed thing. Oh, I didn't oh even my, have that. Yeah. Okay. That's a nine so, total for me. Here's yeah. here's what I'm gonna say happens. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to waste two chrono ships. Then we still don't have Fergus to fight. I don't Everybody, even think, I don't. Yeah, I don't even know if you can do two chrono ships like that. Um, yeah, maybe true, maybe true. you can, but um, it, it's not a bad idea to save them. I'm gonna say with a nat one, what happens is you guys open the door, and you see Petty Jack. And two of the Petty King's knights, along with two rook goons, are dragging the Baron. The Baron is in chains. Uh, Looks like beat up and all dirty and everything. Uh, You see torches light the tunnel. And as you guys sneak out ever so carefully, um, Henry is in his normal clothes, has his his hood up. As you guys are stealthy, the Baron turns and sees. He goes, cousin, you're here to save me. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Oh, this is so predictable. What? His cousin's here. His cousin's here. I do not know this man. (laughs) All right, folks and gentle ones, it is on. Uh, You see Petty Jack uh, and his knights and two of the goons uh, draw their swords. Uh, Everybody go ahead and roll initiative. All right. Add your D8. D8. Ooh, another dirty 20 for me. 11 plus 4 plus 5. 18. 25. Holy shit. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys the got DA. that buff. Zerk, you are good with alacrity. Uh-huh. Zerk Damn. is already halfway up the ladder again. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> he uses so you, his turn to dash back. So you guys see, <laughs> so the Baron has outed you guys. Quickly, get me to a horse. Get me to a horse, cousin. We need uh, to dance. It's been hours. <laughs> It's an hour. It's an hour. <laughs> it's too long. I know. I just feel like I feel like almost we should leave you in here so that you know what to value in that. Um, <laughs> you just burst into tears. Um, Petty Jack uh, and these guys go for some of them go for like pikes. The knights go for pikes, and the goons go for like clubs. Petty Jack pulls out. Um, the shitty sword uh, that uh, <laughs> you guys gave him. I'll say just like nice. a long sword um, and looks at you, Fia, and goes, oh, I see you got my sword, do you? <laughs> no, you had someone else's sword and I'm bringing it back to them. <laughs> oh, ain't that right? All my stuff was somebody else's stuff at one point. <laughs> yeah, I kind of get that sort of vibe from you. <laughs> yeah. You know what, though? I'm actually a big thrifter, so same to be is oh, true me of me. Oh, me too. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, I love so it. Yeah, kill estate each other. sales. Do you yeah. love yeah. to go to estate I sales? I know. I love them. <laughs> um, uh, Zerk, you act first. Uh, you guys were uh, weren't able to get the jump on them, but uh, are faster than them. Okay, I think Zerk uh, sees them approaching, grabs a potato skin from Henry. <laughs> Uh, what? Squishes the oil from it into his palm. Hey. No! <laughs> Shank screams and collapses. Just trust me on this. Uh, and then um, uses magic to infuse it and cast grease all over the floor where the guards Ooh. and Ooh. Petty Jack are standing. Sweet. Uh, what do they? Do you have to do a deck saving throw, right? Or is that just when they uh, move? Yes. It is a 10-foot square centered on a point within range. Turns into difficult terrain for the duration. Um, each creature standing in its area must succeed on a dexterity saving throw or fall prone. Sweet. Um, they're all going to do deck saves. Petty Jack passes. Uh, you see him just slipping. Mm. Oh, Petty Jack slips sliding around. <laughs> 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 Quit endearing yourself. <laughs> um, next, uh, one of the goons saves. 
God, Oof. I'm so sorry. I just rolled a 14, a 15, a 15. Uh, three saves. It's okay. You're allowed to roll well, too. Okay. Huh? The two knights fall. There we go. Um, and the Baron falls. Ah, no! <laughs> <Of course. laughs> if this was dressage, we would lose points. <laughs> Don't worry, Sebastian. It's it's basically like ice skating. I'm sure you like that, too. <laughs> I do. Um, <laughs> Fia, that's your turn. You've got two knights uh, that are uh, down on the ground here. knights that are down on the ground. And how many are in this? If I had, let's say, a 15-foot cone, how many are... Here? You would hit everyone, but you would also hit Sebastian. <laughs> is is he on the outskirts? Could yeah, I? Yeah, he's like up against the wall, kind of. You could aim it. So to... I can hit everyone, but him if I aim it correctly. I'll say you'll miss one of the guys. I'll say there's like one guy with like that's like up there with Sebastian. Okay, I have to go for it. Four people, amazing. I'm going to use a second level burning hands. Okay. Um, each creature in a 15 foot cone must make a dexterity saving throw. A creature takes three, uh, 46, pardon me, because I'm doing it at second level. Fire damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful one. The fire ignites any flammable objects in the area that aren't being worn or carried. Jeez. And I'm assuming that grease would light up. Sure. Uh, sweet. Potato <laughs> uh, skin. I'm going to go ahead and um, roll for uh, Petty Jack. Yeah. Petty Jack. Uh, gets a 17. Oh, slip sliding around, slip sliding around. Uh, does a split uh, as the fire goes around him. Uh, one of the goons here uh, fails, and then the two knights are going to roll with disadvantage. They both fail. You see, Fia creates this fiery hand. It almost looks like her mage hand, but on fire. Slaps the ground. Uh, you see the grease ignites. <sighs> Um, oh and yeah. I'm gonna say, uh, yeah, you see the capes of these two knights catch on fire. Oh, fuck, fuck, <laughs> fuck! Um, so anyone who fails take, takes 18, uh, anyone who saves takes nine. And then I think the grease, the gr grease maybe is on fire or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I'll say I'll okay. say that the grease is on fire. That they'll have to move out of it, or I'll say they'll take uh, a d6 of damage every turn they spend. Okay. They spend in the um, grease. Um, so you I see, uh, fire. This is like a dangerous kitchen now. Yeah, you see, fire <laughs> erupts in this little tunnel. Instantly, like black smoke everywhere. It's really bad. You see fire going all around the Baron. Save me, cousin! Save me! <laughs> oh. Wait, I one second, one um, second. The one goon who got burned looks like a little hurt. The knights look messed up. They're like capes are catching on fire and they're screaming. Um, <laughs> Petty Jack is just like, Petty Jack is what just like sliding around, dodging, scene. dodging all the fire. Oh, this is fun. I it's it's, kind, of, fun it's kind of like dressage in its own way, cousin. <laughs> Watch and enjoy that. It's hot. I don't like I it. I would like to say also that my all of the flames that Fia makes, they have a feather. A feathery quality to them, like the uh, like the plumage of a firebird. I don't say this lightly, but that that potato skin did not go to waste. <laughs> we all have to make sacrifices. <laughs> you see, um, Shank goes to attack you, Henry. <laughs> <laughs> Shank, you know the truth. Henry, that is your turn. Nice. All right, um, I'm gonna start spinning my spinning my halberd, uh, but then I'm gonna holster it and say. Book far, stick me. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, you see, just been like hiding in the shadows out of nowhere. Comes and stabs you in the neck. 
Uh, oh, so he said the buttocks. Sorry, but he you, said the I'm cheeks. sorry. I can't see. It's dark. I don't have dark vision. Are you okay, sir? Book Powder Baby was going for the actual cheeks, the face cheeks. Yes, I thought you said cheeks. That's Ultimately, cute. that's really I, cute. I did have, I had the ass pretty clenched, so I think this was a good move. Uh, yeah, needle goes right into your neck, um, no. and uh, you feel uh, the bone claws growing out of your hands erupt from between your fingers, twinge of pain, but also kind of a rush of adrenaline. You feel pretty good. Damn, am I starting to like it? Um, <laughs> I am going to mentally command Shank to appear as a shadow behind uh, behind the knights. Okay. Um and then I'm going to, who is the most hurt? Uh, one of these. Uh, the two knights that are on the ground are pretty hurt. Um, I will say that to get to Petty Jack, you have to like brave the fire. I'll say the knights are kind of um, on the edge that you could uh, mm. attack them and be on the edge of the grease. Okay, sweet. Um, then I'm gonna I'm gonna swing at one of these knights with my bone fists. Great. That is, it was so close to a nat 20 and then it tipped on the other direction. It's, oh, it's no. an 18, but 18, damn. 18 does yeah. hit. All right. Uh, 10 damage. Jesus. Um, this dude <laughs> just lived a nightmare. Out of nowhere, somebody started yelling cousin and then all of a sudden the whole room lit on fire. He fell down, caught on fire and then a man with bone claws came out of nowhere and stabbed him. Um, Henry, go ahead and finish this dude. Okay, I... I swing my fist so the claw ends like just just before the bridge of his nose and I stop but then Shank hits him from the other side and I get like a bone fist bump. Oh my <laughs> god. Just explosion of um, brains uh, as fire rains all around you and Penny Jack goes, this is fucking insane, man. You guys see this? You guys see what's going on? They, Stop enjoying they this. They killed Jerry. That's nuts. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, that is the goon's turn is going to start his turn um, by taking a D6 of fire damage in the grease. Mm -hmm. Gets up from prone. Um, is going to get out of the grease and go after Henry because he's up there. Cool. I think and if this guy is walking towards me, he's going to get an opportunity attack from Shank. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, Shank, go ahead and take a crack uh, at this dude who's like about to swing a club at you. Cool. Shank crit. Shank, Shank. with the crit. Shank crit! Good God. <laughs> Shank. Oh, I love it when a shadow crits on an opportunity attack. God How damn. nuanced is that? 18 damage from Shank. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, Shank finishes, dude. Wow, you really got shanked, huh? So as as this dude is uh, like walking towards me, Shank's Hank is like shadow boxing, just like shuffling his feet around, kind of distracting him. And then Shank just really, really slowly puts the bone claw through the small of his back and out of his chest. Ew, 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 just reaches through with shadowy claws, stabs through this dude. Uh, this guy drops. The other goon, who was with uh, Sebastian is gonna just uh, uh, like kind of kick Sebastian over. Sebastian's still in the fire. Ah, cousin, uh, it's hot. It's like being too close to a fireplace. That's it's, <laughs> yes, precisely. It's crazy. It's like the that thing, is not even a it's metaphor. It's like the thing that is in the fireplace is out everywhere, cousin. It's quite literal. It's everywhere. <laughs> The fireplace stuff, whatever they call it. The fire. <laughs> right. That's why the place, yeah. the fireplace is the place. This for the is fire. a fireplace, practically. 
<laughs> Maze he's lasted this long. This one goon who was not knocked over. Probably um, take two, a d6 of fire damage. Uh, he will right? take a d6 of fire damage because he's up in the up in the mix. The greasy fire. Only takes one damage <laughs> of the greasy fire. Uh, <laughs> is going to move out of the grease uh, and I go hope after. None of these guards have flour on them. And go after Henry. <laughs> Actually, he'll go after Shank. You just saw Shank <gasps> kill two dudes. Mm. That's right. Shank is the threat. Um, that is 13 to hit. Misses. Good God. I can't hit for shit. Uh, 16 to hit. That hits. Okay. Shank's dead. Eight damage. No. Shank's yeah. gone. He only has, Shank has one hit point. Swings. Uh, Shank. Swings. Shank. Swings a Shank. mace through Shank's head. Uh, you see uh, Shank dissipates. It just looks like this dude attacked a shadow. And Petty Jack goes, why the fuck did you do that, man? Attack the guy. Attack the fucking guy, man. Wow, I hope you have fun attacking a shadow. Wow, What's wrong with you, man? What a shadow, waste. Huh? Stop gaslighting me. I saw him. He was attacking for We really did. Well, I guess we grease-lighted you. you. You're grease-lighting me. <laughs> oh, grease I guess we've never seen this happen. So, like, I'm taunting this guy, but also being like, Henry, is Shank okay? <laughs> Shank okay. Shank's good. Shank's good. Don't worry. Okay. Dude's had a lives on a hearty diet of potato skins and onion rings. He's gonna be fine. <laughs> uh, hey, me too, man. That's all I eat. <laughs> Enough with the color commentary. What? All right. Uh, that is actually Petty Jack's turn. Petty Jack is gonna take a d6 of damage. Just takes the one damage. Ah, oh, gotta like the fire. It's toasty. It's got that fireplace stuff. You can smell your flesh burning. Um, he is going to um go like an energy drink announcer. He's <laughs> also sounds kind of like Ernest. Vern? Yeah. Uh, Jim Varney. Yeah, Jim Varney. Uh, Petty Jack is going to get out of this crazy grease fire um, and then is going to um, you see he ducks and weaves around Henry and goes, oh, I see where the real fight is. It's her. She's stealing swords. Uh, goes up uh, uh, and swings at Fia. Ooh. Give me my cool sword back. Never. <laughs> Do you know who you stole this from? Did you steal this from? It was a gift. Someone or it was a gift. It was, wasn't it? I thought this was. Yeah. Keep him talking, Fia. Fifteen ahead. <laughs> Fifteen misses. Misses. Uh, takes a second swing. Damn. Natural three misses. Misses big time. Uh, I'd like to say that I used the blade to um, reflect the light of the fire to uh, get in his eye and make him miss. Ah, dance break. <laughs> That's awesome. Mm, it seems as though the sword has chosen a new owner. What? Swords can't choose owners? That's fucking crazy. <laughs> See, this is why you if you treat objects like objects, then you will never make a connection. It's Henry looks at his hot plate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Why did you I bring that? I cannot wait for Henry to attune himself to the hot plate. <laughs> Just an entire episode of a ritual attunement of between Henry and the hot plate. Did you bring a George Foreman grill to a dungeon, man? What's wrong with you? Um, that is uh, the knight's turn. Uh, there's one left. Uh, going to get up from prone. Uh, take some damage uh, from the fire. He is on death's door already, going to just like an actual nightmare, just on fire. Cape is on fire, gets up without even getting out of the fire. Nose is just like death throws. Uh, are going to oh, take no. some swings with his pike on um, on Henry. Good God, I can't roll for shit today. That's a fucking... <laughs> 
Uh, eight to hit, misses. <laughs> no. Another two nat fours. I'm throwing this dice away. <laughs> usually when I'm the DM, usually when I'm the DM, I like it when I roll low. But this is just this is too much. I haven't hit yet. Um, you have some good rolls. This in there. guard uh, just wraps himself in his fiery cloak and is screaming. Um, yep. That is the Baron's turn. The Baron, um, I'm going to say, is going to need to make a dexterity check to get up because he's like chained up. Uh, first off, start of his turn, he takes fire damage. He takes four fire damage. He does not like that. He's not oh. super strong. <laughs> um, he's going to make a dexterity check to try to be able to like stand up and even use like a quarter of his movement to hop. Ooh. <laughs> Thank God. Um, uh, thank God he took all those um, escape artist classes. Uh, he gets a 15 on an acrobatics check. Uh, you see he slithers himself up um, and begins hopping. You see he's able to hop out of the fire and then sort of stop, drops, and rolls like near you guys in the chains. Um, fire safety is one of my passions. Um, I have so many. That is back up to Zerk. Um, all right, so can I get a quick survey of who's left? Uh, so you've got one goon that killed mm -hmm. Shank, super self-conscious about the fact that um, he attacked a shadow. Um, you've got Petty Jack <laughs> going after Fia. Um, and then you have one knight who's just on fire and screaming and <laughs> trying to stab Henry. I'll take you to fucking hell with me, man. They didn't teach you this one in night school, huh? Are you sure you're not already in hell? I gesture to the fire. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious, man. Tell him. <laughs> I don't want to like Petty Jack. Petty Jack, could we stop having a good rapport? I am supposed to be mad at you. Why? Yeah. It's just business, man. I just wish we were watching you get into hijinks and like go to jail and like chase get chased around by a troll and not try to kill us. That would be like yeah. so much better. That's kind of so like magnetic. To be on your yeah, side. it sucks. We we all get hired on different sides, man. That's just life, isn't it? <laughs> Isn't life crazy? You just gotta take a minute and smell the roses, you know? Yeah, I'm going to try and... I guess I'll try and attack uh, Petty Jack to, to keep Fia's back. Sweet. Ugh, that's a nine. That's gonna miss. That does not hit. Petty Jack hops deftly out of the way. Ah, little two-on-one action! <laughs> Damn, he's fun to watch. All right! <laughs> You're a real cut-up, sir. Thank you! <laughs> I'm so glad that, that you just were given this blade so I can still like you a little more. That <laughs> is um, your turn, Fia. Okay. I'm going to green flame blade uh, onto Petty Jack. Sweet. Nice. That's a two. Shout out to the two Oof. crew, but let me see. The two, two crew. Okay, 11. Ooh, um, you swing, <laughs> Petty Jack blocks it, goes like, ah, you're good, but you're not that good. You need a little more time with it, huh? Okay, I think I'm going to have to use one of my, I have to say some stuff for this fight with Fergus because I'm getting so fucked up, but mm -hmm. uh, or because I'm I'm using up everything, but I am going to use one of my war priests to bonus attack. Great, nice. And that's a nat one. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Uh, yeah, he sufficiently rattles you, um, and uh, you swing the blade uh, and are not able to hit. Henry, that is your turn. Um, I'm going to summon, I'm going to resummon Shank, uh, and I'm going to summon him as absolutely as close to the goon as uh, I possibly can. <laughs> okay. So uh, Shank sort of just like grows in front of his face. I told you he was here. Look, everybody, the shadow guy's back. 
hey, you're crazy, man. What? I don't know what's wrong with you. This is um, not okay. And then I'm going to I'm going to take my attack which is going to originate from Shank. Great. Um I don't know if I'm going to be able to hit. I I have this blessed thing, right? Uh yeah. yes. Oh, all right, then I might hit. So that's 14. Uh 14 already hits. This dude's just in like leather armor. Uh that is 9 damage. This dude does not like that, uh but is still hanging on. That is this goon's turn. This goon goes, okay, I'm gonna attack the real guy now, but not because I care what you guys think about me swinging at shadows, but more just as a strategic plan on my own behalf. Nobody cares about you. We like your funny boss. <laughs> that's right, Petty Jack. Um, that's I started to think I missed you because I kind of like you. Uh, 20 <laughs> to hit um, Henry, oh, uh, clubs you for five damage. That hurts. Uh, and then takes a second attack, 16 to hit Henry. That also hits. Ooh, baby, eight damage. Wow. Um, that is Petty Jack's turn. Petty Jack is um, gonna take some swings at Fia. <laughs> I like you too. <laughs> I hope you like me enough to miss like I did with you. Hits, uh, <laughs> hits uh, with a 23 to hit. Ooh. I'm not going to use shield because I only have one first level spell left and uh, I have temporary hit points. Only, so only five damage on the first attack. Okay. Second attack misses. You're able to get the Crescent Blade up again. Yes. Um, block. Uh, let me do a concentration check. Cool. Hit. I, I make it easily. Great. Um, yeah. That is the, the last knight's turn. He is still on fire. Ah! <laughs> um, just let yourself burn, man. Four damage, still alive. Uh, <laughs> just Sebastian, save him. What? No. He's uh, going to make an attack on Henry, trying to take him to hell with him. Um, absolutely hits with a 23 to hit. Okay. Uh, stabs you with a burning pike. I understand why you're screaming now. Holy shit. Um, 11 damage, Henry. Ooh. Okay. Um, Damn. That is the Baron's turn. The Baron um, is, is in shackles. Is just going to um, tr like try to do a weird escape artist thing. The key is to just unhinge all of your joints. Ha! Uh, <laughs> oh. Go ahead and do an acrobatics wow, check. Wow, I heard that. Uh, yeah, you hear a horrible pop in his shoulders. Ah! Wow. Um, I guess he only eats shrimp, so he definitely does not have strong bones. That is back Actually, up, only the tails. That is back up to Zerk's turn. I turn my attention back to Petty Jack, grab a little bit of the greasy potato fire and Jeez. put it on a crossbow bolt, uh, and I get ready to attack the Jack. Holy shit, that guy just touched fire. That's fucking insane, man. <laughs> ow, 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 ow. Uh, sweet. That's a net 20! What? Woo! Yes! We all crit, baby! Crit, <laughs> uh, with this firebolt, go ahead and roll your damage. That is two d10s. Let me do it. Oh, wow. That could be really good or really bad. <laughs> yeah, it could be two. <laughs> could technically be two. <laughs> it's two twos. No! <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Four damage. The 2-2 two -two crew, indeed. Oh, <laughs> uh, the 2-2 two -two crew. The choo-choo crew. <laughs> Good Lord. The 2-2s two have choo-chooed to come save the day. Uh, you see, yeah, you shoot this um, this crossbow bolt, uh, this flaming crossbow bolt. The air just, like, puts it out. <laughs> it stops being flaming. It just hits uh, Petty Jack in a super meaty part of his thigh. It goes, ah, gotta hurt, I guess. I guess Ow. the universe is a fan of you? I don't Ow. understand what's what? happening. Oh shit, man. 
There was too much potato on the tip of that arrow. Have you considered Lucky Jack instead of Fetty Jack? It's kind of more complimentary. Uh, my life mostly has sucked ass until recently. <laughs> Fia, that's your turn. Well, we're happy we could turn it around, I guess. Thanks so much. Okay. Uh, I really can't be using too many more abilities. I have to save for Fergus, so I am just going to attack. Six plus Three is nine plus five, 14. <laughs> Petty Jack just like does a weird back bend, just has like really <laughs> just, um, it's like clearly double jointed. Um, you see like his kneecaps stay put, but his whole body moves back. Ah! Looks oh, at, that's what the Baron was trying to Fia do. Fia looks at the sword and she says, okay, I understand this. This is not a referendum on my ability to wield the blade. This is because Batilda is still alive, and so you are still loyal to her. I understand. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> you broke my friend. Hey, why are you talking to your sword? <laughs> Henry, that's your turn. You called it my sword. <laughs> hey, my sword. Shit. <laughs> um, Henry is... Um, I'm gonna ask uh, Shank to just make Shank's way over to over to the Baron and uh, see if they can tinker and see if Shank can tinker with um, the Baron's chains. Mm, Shank is gonna get opportunity attacked by the um, by the brute that's going after you. Oh wow, he's probably gonna disappear. Let's let's see if it works. Let's see. Mm. Okay, I can always call him back. Uh, only a twelve misses. All right, whiffs. I wasn't swinging at a shadow. <laughs> you absolutely And if were. I was, it was because I wanted to. And that's my shadow you're messing with. Um. Uh, Hank's going to try to punch that guy. 16 to hit. Yes. 12 damage. Super hurt, still alive. Fuck. That is that goon's turn. That goon is going to um, swing at you with his club. 14 to hit, misses. Right. 13 to hit, misses. Um, right. Misses twice. Um, that is Petty Jack's turn. Petty Jack goes, It's the most fun I had in months. <laughs> well, you were imprisoned before that's, this, correct? Yeah, that's true. I'm actually not having that much fun. Uh, 17 to hit you, Fia. Why am I happy for you? Uh, six damage, Fia. Okay, you have chewed through my temporary hit points. My Ooh. necromantic facsimile. Oh, these yours. are temporary hit points. That's not good for old Petty Jack. Um, oh, never mind. I still have one. What? One little necromantic facsimile. <laughs> wow, you're magical. I ate it. Uh, nine to hit misses <laughs> on the second attack. Um, that is this. Oh, I just crit on my concentration Holy check. shit. Nice. <laughs> wow, you Ooh. look like you're concentrating really hard. You got to take a shit <laughs> yeah. or something. Yes, I wish I could concentrate this hard on heating you. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> the the last knight that is just a fireball at this point literally is at one HP cannot possibly live. Um, you see, he's just like cape wrapped around him. He just disappears in fire. Um, the cape. He's gone. almost like caught in the cape, like he's like rolled up in a carpet. <laughs> I wish I could say you fought bravely. There will be potato skins waiting for you in Reverie uh, at initiative three. Um, that is the Baron. Um, I'll say the Baron needs to get... I'll say uh, Shank's over by him now. He'll have advantage trying to get out of these shackles. Um, with the acrobatics check, I'll say he has to get a nat 20 to get himself out. Uh, he's safe. He's just like, you know, oh, okay. he's in shackles. <laughs> uh, does not get a nat 20, gets a six and a four. Uh, you hear more popping. <laughs> ow! 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 Um, I think you have many skills, but an escape artist is not Vaughn. Uh, sweet. Uh, Zerk, that is your turn. You've got this one goon um, swinging on Henry and then Petty Jack. 
Yeah, I'm going to see if I can take out this goon. Okay. Zerk needs to feel better about himself. He's okay, Zerk. I've missed three times with my new blade. <laughs> uh, that's what I like to call a Zerky 20. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> that confused. sounds like a crit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's actually two crits is what that means. <laughs> Ooh, there we go. That's 11 damage. Holy nice. shit. Uh, Zerk, finish this dude. Zerk... <laughs> pours a little more fire onto this crossbow bolt. It's like, please don't go out. Please don't go out. Uh, and I think I like way overcompensate and absolutely obliterate this guy. Jeez. And just catch him on fire. Yeah, he's like he's like the other guy. You see it hits him, just like ball of flame and just disappears. Um, he goes down. Uh, you see Henry on your turn. Petty Jack goes, well, I give up. <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, fucking three it. on one. No, thanks. Absolutely no yeah. fucking thanks. You don't get to just give up. What? what? Really? He's no. I think let him what? go. Yeah, I'm done. Easy. I'm uh, we we can give up if you leave. You have yeah, to leave. Hell yeah, leave. leave. Wait, 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 let's at least whoa, let's whoa. at least fucking ask him some shit. Wait, Petty Jack, where are you going? Petty Jack, Petty Jack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can only leave if you tell me who gifted this sword to you. That's what it. That's what's up. This sword that you have conceded to me because you even called it mine and at yeah, yeah, it's yours. You have whatever you want. Look, you could have guilt me. You didn't kill me. I consider us acquaintances at this point. Hell, Spritel, ah. stay chill, Spritel. <laughs> I am learning so many levels of friendship: acquaintance, yeah. companion, buddy for now. Can we roast each other? Are we at that level? Yeah, we can roast each other. <laughs> hey, you, you roasted a couple of my friends, huh? <laughs> oh, oh, holy shit! Yeah, no, that, that is was, dark. That I was like fucked that. Up. Now tell me who you get my blade from. Right. Um, yeah, you see, after a moment, my witch's um, blade. The fires uh, die down. Uh, you guys take a moment, uh, get the Baron out of his shackles, um, and you guys kind of like have your swords held up to Petty Jack. Petty Jack has yielded, thrown his sword down, uh, just kind of has his hands up, and he goes, "All right, so I've been in the dungeon." Uh, in Heronford, um, you guys know Heronford. Heronford is where uh, the Petty King Thurston Brightleap's castle is. That's sort of like the capital of Outerborough. And he goes, they got a couple of X-Blades there who turned and now they, they love the Reaper. They think the Reaper's great. Do you know why? Do you know what convinced them that the Reaper is great? They don't tell me a whole lot. I'm not okay. really in I... that whole thing thing but they got a, a couple of people who are ex-blades who call themselves the prophets and there was um oh, i know another prophet Ugh. there are a couple people i don't know all their names okay i know one there's a sorceress named moxara there's uh one moxara. dude named prophet gideon there's one dude named prophet kane and prophet kane had some swords from some like ex-blades who were like dead or ran away or something and uh, one okay. of the emphasis on ran away. Emphasis second on option, ran away. Second option, uh, probably ran two, away. Yeah. Ran away. Who Most knows? Like that one. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Did ran your friend away. fight like me and just kind of give up whenever things went wrong? No. I I choose in this moment to believe that Batilda's blade was stolen from her while she take a shit, much like I steal from you. This is what I choose to <laughs> believe, you? and anyone who says otherwise can shut their stupid mouths. I completely agree. I couldn't I couldn't agree more. Listen, I got no love for these guys, okay? They just they got me out of the dungeon. They said, Hey, we're looking for these people. If anybody was hiding out, 
The bedfellows would probably know about it. Go out to your contacts. So I sent notes out to everybody I know in Outerboro, everybody I know in the capital, everybody I know in Interboro. They found this guy, Penley, I guess, because Penley. Madam Whitlock responded to one of my notes, said that she recognized him. So they sent Prophet Kane here to fuck with it. Prophet Kane. Who else were you looking for? Who else has a little notice like the one that you sent out for this man that uh, Madam Whitlock found? I only remember uh, a few of the ones that we were looking for in Attleboro. There was, um, you hear this name, uh, he says this name, Glada Gorley. Mm, that's a beautiful name. Braden Kenley. Uh, okay. And then you hear he goes, somebody who just goes by Batilda. <gasps> Batilda? So she's vaunted, so she can't be dead. I, I, I don't know. Did you ever hear back from anyone who saw Batilda? I, I haven't heard back. Uh, no, first off, nobody tells me anything. I send the messages out, and then they go back to Aaronford. Nobody tells Penny Jack shit. My job was to send the notice out, then I was supposed to come here, and I was supposed to get the Baron so that they couldn't make a martyr out of him or something, so that we could just bring him to the capital and pay him off and get him a house somewhere or something. So you're basically like a glorified mailman. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's kind of like a ten telephone tree of criminal activity. Right. <laughs> Okay, well, this gives me great hope to know that Batilda is on the wanted list. It means that she's wanted and she's not already dead. And, and someone stole her sword while she was taking a sheet. That's she right. She did yeah. take long That's, sheets. She's Most not dead. She's happened. just in a lot of trouble. So huge, yeah? huge yes. upgrade. This is good. This mm -hmm. is good information. And you see Petty Jack scratches his head uh, and he goes, Oh, yeah, there was one more. There was a girl... Named Arena Ivanov. What the fuck? What the actual fuck? Fia, you're trembling. <gasps> Arena? Does that name mean something to you, Fia? Arena was my girlhood best friend. You see, uh, Bookfire pipes up and he goes, She, she helped um, br bring me to life. Arena first made book far but we got into a situation that we are both safer for not being together perhaps ah, she doesn't seem too safe considering what happened to Penley huh yes okay Penny Jack I said to myself <laughs> if the trickster keeps her safe I will not try to find her but the trickster is not keeping her safe okay well, there's a lot to unpack here so much okay look Ar arena aside where's Fergus hey, watch your mouth huh <laughs> I didn't mean anything by it. I'm just trying Nobody to, you know. Put Arena in a corner. Nobody. Well, I, hey, look, I don't even know who this Arena person is. I'm just, I, I want to help. This is fair. I, I am sorry, Mr. Henry. I am very distracted. We're just got to prioritize so we can get it all done. Okay? Yeah, Every on single list. piece of okay. it. Prioritize. This is very good advice. All right. Well, uh, to answer your question, uh, Fergus is off, you know, uh, grabbing one of those horrors so they could do one of those, uh, you know, fancy Reaper execution things. Excuse huh? me? What? Like, we the scale? Uh, you see, uh, uh, he nods and he goes like, yeah, with the scale, you know, they take the, the horror, they put it in the pit, they put the person on the scale, they say... Whose idea was this? Who's, whose idea was it? I think maybe Madam Whitlock got it from the crown. She said she wanted to do, like, a, a display of strength to kind of kick things off. She's She's got some, like, underling or something who's gotten too big for their britches trying to cause trouble but she's got a few guys on the inside telling her their every move she said she's gonna make an example of them 
Oh no. Oh gosh. You guys suddenly hear a faraway sound. You are deep in the dungeons here, but the jail above is a big echoey building and the sound is so loud, it kind of reverberates in the earth. You hear the sound of a bell toll. And that's where we'll end our session. I used to love the sound of bells. (laughs) You ruined bells for us, man. I will be haunted by a bell choir this holiday season. (laughs) Sweet, guys. Um, Thank you all so much for listening. Um, You could head on over to our Patreon to hear us talk about uh, the show. Patreon.com slash NADPOD. That's N-A-D-D-P-O-D. We are. Come over and listen to Emily just being shook, shaken to the (laughs) core right now. I can't even I don't even know what to say. She's haunted. (laughs) Oh my goodness! Wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, does anybody have anything to plug? I will. I will once again plug our PO box. We have had such a, a wonderful outpouring uh, of gifts uh, from Ooh. folks. Uh, if you would like to send us things, you can do it by going to 1920 Hillhurst Avenue, number two two two, Los Feliz, California nine zero zero two seven. Um, and here's a few samplings of things we've received. Yes. Uh, Kelly G sent us a deeply touching note and some wonderful word art featuring quotes from campaign one. Uh, the Lydia Stormborn one really got me. I was, it was tearing up all over again reading Damn. it. So thank you very much, Kelly. Thank you. Abby E, the gnome ranger, sent us custom face masks she made. So thank you very much. We will wear them with pride. For keeping Stay us safe. safe. Yes. Uh, Brian C. sent us some fun postcards. And again, another slew of save the dates from Patrick and Maggie of Farmsville, VA, Catherine and Dylan of Mobile, Alabama. Uh, And then finally, we got a note from Ryan C. who sent us a copy of The Warded Man, one of their favorite books. Thank you very much. Can't wait to read it. Thank you so much. All right. Those are our shout outs. Thanks again, folks. Uh, It's it's a real pleasure and a treat. Sweet. Uh, Thank you all so much for listening. you can follow us on Twitter at chmurfisme, at caldyscaldwall, at Emily, and at jkerwisses jake. And you can tweet about the show using hashtag nadpod. That's N A D D P O D. We are, we are, we are. We are. The youth, the youth of the, of the nation. nation. We are, we are. The youth of the nation. And now it is time to thank our benevolent Council of Elders. Brad D., Jeffrey S., Halder Frostbeck, Steelbreaker, and Matt M. Guards at the other garrison across town. They were actually all playing strip poker, and their uniforms were in a huge pile by the door. Also, they had just brewed up a bunch of healing potions. Regardless, I think Marcy made the right call there. Jordan DJ, Cutter W., Jibe G., Zolo Dolo, and Dylan B., Prisoners in the dungeon who watched the fight with Petty Jack go down, they thought about using the grease fire as an opportunity to escape, but were too enchanted with Petty Jack's hilarious riffs that they all just stayed put. Schubert the Mushroom, Danielle the Dastardly Dame, Andrew M, Beardman Dan, and Scott D, members of Thornkirk Food and Drug Administration, they are currently hard at work creating an ad campaign to dissuade people from using experimental drugs to give each other sick-ass bone claws. Ah, no fair. Danny P, Elena C, Mick, Michael McD, the head mixologist, Victor T, Balnor's boy, marathon runners who have sworn vengeance upon Fia after she accidentally entered the race and beat them to the finish line while on her way to run errands. Dang, Fia can haul ass. Andrew B, Justin I, TJM, the Gnome Barbarian, Elena M, Trele the Crayfay, and Jared E, a crew of adventurers who live in the abandoned 
In the abandoned monorail on the other side of town, turns out Thornkirk is home to a lot of failed transit models. There's even a Hyperloop for some reason. Wow, that's fun. Christopher B, Austin, Bonesaw MR, Damiel R, Cyborg version of Josh the Cobalt, and Octolick. Chiropractors who have attempted to fix Henry's backs, back, they have tried everything but in all fairness. Most of them were scared off pretty quick by Shank begging them for potato skins. That's, you know, that's actually fair. Gage M, Skokilla, Destin C, Richard X Machina, Michael L, and Kelvin Noodles, horror hunters who, due to a clerical error, worship a being known as the Rickster. Little is known about the Rickster other than the fact that if you call him Richard, he will totally flip out. Now that's a god that I want to worship. Sergio Salazar, Solomon, Zacharias, De Sesuani, Tras the Traveler, Jory S, Dana G, Calum L, and Ryan, the Elder Morning Council of, doula, of Doulas and Midwives who have universally condemned Bookfar and books delivering babies in general. Okay, okay. Jack L, Flawless Whale, Temporal, Sam L, Nicholas C, and Reese N.S., the writers of Bedtime Rhymes, a children's book full of adorable schoolhouse rhymes that cast incredibly powerful and dangerous played witch magic. There is already a class action lawsuit against them. I can see that uh, going going not great for those guys. Samuel B, Mike H, Matthew E, Colton B, and Adam G, Detective Marcy's Drinking Buddies. Yo-oh, they love getting drunk with Marcy because three beers in, Marcy will spill the beans on any crime, pending arrest or not. Wow, actually, that does sound kind of fun. Mateo C, Eric B, Panama James, Adrian the Halfling Bard, and John H.N., the inventors of warm saucers, hot plates for cowards. They can't boil water, but they also can't start a fire if you leave them plugged in. You know, just a nice little a lukewarming dish. Sounds fine to me. Dan M., Nikki W., Grace G., Drew Nasty, and CC Lulu, Spritel's bosses, who have been hounding him to get his number of ferry contracts up this year. He thought he had the jackpot with the Choo Choo crew, but they are getting more clever, and Spritel just got a letter that Drew Nasty wants to see him in their office. Uh-oh. You're in trouble. J, Barnesinator, Douglas A, Michelle O, and Luke H, the entrepreneurs who started Cigars from Afars, Eldamorn's best and only cigar club. Via is signed up under four different names. Dang, that is quadruple the cigars. And I applaud that effort. Ritterin, Timmy R, Lucas B, Aaron S, Kevin M, an intricate network of organized crime contacts that is released from the dungeons every year, not to distribute wanted posters, but to deliver holiday greetings. They're essentially carolers, but heavily armed and pretty sadistic. Yeah, that's scary. That is scary stuff. Austin C., Hogfish is above average hog. What? Knee Orc, Stephen C., and KJ. Sebastian's Honor Guard, the only knights who are experts in dressage. Chefs of Scampi and Sommeliers of Port. Oh my gosh. Honor me with your guard, please. Michael Mayer, Rahul N., Mike K., Maxwell C., and Nick L., the guards on duty at Thornkirk Jailhouse who let the Choo Choo crew slip by. Some of them did uh, did it as a subtle act of rebellion, while others were simply too wrapped up watching The Mighty Ducks 2 on a rolling TV cart. That's a great film. It's knuckle puck time. Karen T., Ekithor666, Justin Raccoon, Nick W., and Michael C., Potato Skin, 
pyromancers who practice the way of the flamingo of the fl- of the flaming wedge. Excuse me, not the flamingo wedge. That's a different uh, th- that's a different art form. Each slice of arcane cheddar is bubbling hot. Each bit of magic bacon is covered in boiling grease, and the only thing that can save you is a cool dollop of divine sour cream. Don't forget my chives and my scallions, baby. Woo! Robert F. S. May M. Spartagnus, Nathan Casimir, the all-knowing Big Bad Beardo, the Mad, the Petty King's Petty Friends. These spoiled royals have a reality show on Eldermore and TV called The Real Housemaidens of Heronford. They throw at least one glass of mead on each other per episode. I cannot wait to tune in. Eric McDee, Jack Mehoff, per- Burley T, Axel A, Nero Claudius Caesar Augustus Germanicus, and Christian A, the crit on your homework, Twerkers, a traveling educational dance crew who has been banned from putting on school assemblies because of, you know, uh, because of all the twerking, as it were. J, Dragonborn, Cody B, Jonathan O, the Sandrean, Ben A, and Fel Danis, a bunch of paladins who work for a guy named Al who is taken to calling them his Aladins. Unfortunately, the name has stuck. Yeah, I know I'm in love with it. Dave H, Catherine S, David K, Christian S, Keith K, and Brittany B, a crew of Faye Tufts who beat the shit out of you with hammers if you ever break a Friends for Life pact. These bloodthirsty monsters really value friendship, and I hope never to meet them. Kyle H, Emilio D, Frankie Koala, Big Bad John, Aston S, and Blair the Bug Blair Bar Blairian. They also take their aggression out on pieces of paper, like Fia, but Big Bad John has actually made confetti out of a laminated menu. Can you even imagine? Porkchop, Chenille M, Argent, Alice, Minette F, and Pat L, the Doomed Knight's mentors. They train these knights for many a scenario, but totally forgot to uh, host a flaming dragon, uh, a flaming dungeon uh, simulation, which turned out to be a ginormous blind spot. Yeah, it was all dragon fire, not grease fire. You know, what are you going to do? Lauren H, Matthew J, L, Janina E, Maddie Y, and the eldest Barry. Chefs that the Baron has already enlisted to, quote, cook me the largest bowl of scampi the world has ever seen, all tail exoskeleton as it were, end quote. Now that he's out of the dungeon, I guess the Baron intends to make up for lost time. Ryan S., the Bone Duster, Joshua H., Robert Crisp, Yidrazel, and Big Bad Mac. A lot of big bads out there, huh? Petty Jack's biggest fans. It doesn't matter how many crimes the guy commits, his personality is electric and his hot takes are dynamite. Petty Jack makes friends everywhere he goes, even if he's trying to murder them. Brentley C, Demar B, Micah B, Carly Ann, Clark of the Thunderfucks, and Jorge C, Fergus's deputies who were looking forward to wreaking havoc on Thornkirk, but so far have only been uh, given menial tasks like making burger runs and uh, ensuring that Fergus's beer mugs are frozen, which actually... I take issue with that's a very important task. Okay, that's that's top priority for old Jake here. Connor Savage, B Chef, Russell H, Christopher J O, Cole the Goldfish, Gremlin, Logan S, Champion Dressage Riders, whom Sebastian absolutely worships. The only thing that kept him alive in those dungeons was the vision of Christopher J O tap dancing on their steed. Absolutely iconic. Benjamin S.K., Leviathan, Deme A., 
BioCourt 7, Remington CD, and Mike R. Humidor salespeople whose entire business model is based around selling an annual mega humidor to FIA. In fact, one of FIA's train cars is just entirely a freaking humidor that Leviathan uh, hawked last year. So good on you. And uh, of course, thank you all. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>